Gen's ears are not the oldest But we've got some more souls in us And we've got some things to say So we'd appreciate if you listened Let's have a hard conversation On Gender Z Welcome to Gender Z, I'm Bryn Bartal. And I'm Michelle Leong. And today we're going to be talking about parenting, specifically us as parents, you know, and how we might differ in like, because one of us is cis and one of us is trans and one of us is gay and one of us is straight and we come from different cultures and what we think that'll be like. And who knows, maybe in 20 years or something, when we have children, we can come back and listen to this and be like, hmm, that was an interesting approach, but it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or that was true and that wasn't. Yeah. So I guess I'd like to start off, Michelle. First off, do you want to be a parent? And second off, where, you know, would you like to have kids biologically or would you rather adopt? That's that's such a tough question. Those are two very tough questions to like answer. But like I I like do want kids. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's fun and also a lot of responsibility. But um, I mean, yeah. That that was something I did think about. I was like, do I really want kids? <laughs> but um, yes, you know. The, the final answer is yes. I mean, um, and for the second question, maybe both, you know? Maybe both, actually. I really did think about, like, adoption and, like, having kids biologically. Um, but, yeah, I think that. both. Yeah. What about you, Bren? Um... I've kind of been back and forth on whether I want to have kids for a long time because I think at my core I do, but at the same time I'm like, there's, I feel like there's that like, oh, what if I'm a bad parent? Cause I don't want to be a bad parent. You know, I want my kids to be happy and healthy and, um, and I've, I've known that I've wanted to adopt for a really long time. And if my partner wants to have biological children, I'm down, but I know I want to adopt like I like I know I at least want to adopt. Um, and if I have a biological child, I'm not the one carrying it to term. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm I'm gonna be like, all right, no. <laughs> you don't want to get pregnant? Then we get a surrogate. Cause no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that was my whole little debate too about that. And then I was like, okay, we'll do like both you know (laughs) do you think well I guess this this has different implications for you since you would be in a straight relationship you know what um would you are you open to the idea of getting pregnant are you unlike me where I'm just stirred like so strongly against me I'm like no 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 (laughs) I'm not like a stark no I mean Obviously, that's really scary to think about. Like, <laughs> like at this time, yes, it's, like, really scary. But I don't know. We'll see what the future's like and all that. So yeah. <laughs> not planning to have kids for a while. <laughs> that's, that's good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and I'm not dissing any like teen moms or anything. Oh, like no. y'all are amazing. So, it's but yeah, that's not not, not uh, me. <laughs> yeah, not not our path, not our future. Yeah, I guess I just I feel like for me it was at first like giving birth since Loki scary. Like there's a lot of things that happen and like you're pushing a baby out of your body. And then as I got older I realized it's like oh no. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> And I think, too, you know, there's something like 100 million or something orphans in the world right now. So I'd rather, you know, try and help and a kid who already exists rather than bring a new one into the world, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like helping out, like, society and humanity, like, you know, doing humanitarian things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too... I would def- definitely try and, like, um, adopt a teen because kids, especially teenagers, like, once you turn a te- into a teenager and you're in an orphanage or in the foster care system, like, your chances of getting adopted drop drastically because a lot of people like, you know, adopting a baby or a little kid, and, and that's just so sad to me. And I'm like, I want to give people homes who are less likely to get a home. <laughs> Yeah, that that is very true, and I've I've actually seen like a several documentaries on like just orphanages and like stuff like that. Um, I don't remember what they're called, but it is very very true. Like once you get older, no one wants to adopt you because you're not quote unquote cute, and a lot of people just want to raise like a baby up, a you know, little kid. I mean, for lots of reasons, but. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have that. It it is it is interesting, you know, to me that that's sort of what people want cuz it's like I know that with older kids, you know, they often have their problems because they've been in a foster care system for all of their life. Um but it's also just interesting to me that like people are like I want a baby because then I don't know, the baby doesn't have to know they're adopted. Like I don't know, the rationale to me doesn't always make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like the baby's gonna know anyways. Like, yeah, like you're gonna have to tell the baby eventually. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Um, but I think with like teenagers, a lot of people don't want to adopt them, like because they have like learned behaviors. They have their own like set of, I guess, challenges in things that like you as an adopted parent wouldn't know about them like ever yeah um, yeah it's it's very different a teenager and a baby yeah developmentally spiritually all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i think too like i guess some people maybe don't think they're equipped to adopt a teenager because you know like we said when you've spent your whole life in a foster care system you are going to have a very different view of the world than somebody who didn't and there are plenty of people who are in the foster care system or don't have parents who have mental health issues and stuff 
because of, you know, alcohol fetal syndrome or, or just simply because they have mental health problems. Um, and I feel like some parents are either not equipped for that or kind of shy away from that. Um, which, which is a little sad because it's like, you know, just because they might not be the most mentally well doesn't mean that they don't deserve a home. But I guess at the same time, it's like if you don't think that child's going to be a good fit for you or work well or just, you know, vibe with you, then it might not be the best idea to adopt them because you want each kid to go to a home that you know is going to work for them. So... It's it's complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated. Um, but, you know, adoption is honestly a great choice. I mean, there's yeah. so many kids out there, and adopting one would just make the difference sometimes. It just, that's it. Yeah, it, like that's, and I think that's another thing. It truly can make a difference in a kid's life if they get adopted or not. Especially, I feel like, if you adopt a teen because, you know, at that point, they've probably spent their life being told unexplicitly that they're not desirable and they don't deserve parents, whether, and that's not true. But then I feel like if you can, if you adopt a kid who is a teen, that might show them, you know, part of their self worth. It kind of restores their faith in humanity a lot, a lot more. So, yeah. And having this, and that's that's another problem with the foster care system. You know, it's a great, it's good that that system exists because we need it. Um, there's obviously plenty of places that need improvement upon this foster care system, but like, you know, there's not a lot of stability because there's a lot because kids get moved from home to home a lot, and that I feel is another really important part of adoption. If you give people stability and when you give people stability they really are able to thrive yeah so then I guess uh continuing on Michelle how do you think being in a straight relationship and being a parent um would look like you know what do you think that would be like in contrast to me or just in general oh <sighs> imagination that is that is tough imagining <laughs> like just imagine yourself being a parent like that that it's that itself is just whoa um I think that we would have like a lot of like mm, mm. <laughs> we would be really responsible like as parents just me and you you know we'd be like really responsible um Parent-wise and personality-wise. Um, but I feel like our responsibility will hit a different level with kids. Um, How so? Can you expand on that? I think that we're really responsible, like, as of now. Like, we do things that we have to do, and we have a schedule, a planner, all that kind of stuff. We're very organized. Um and I feel like that will carry on, obviously, when we get older. And then having kids, I mean, I feel like I'd be a dedicated parent. Like, I'd try to do my best and all that stuff. And, Bren, you sound like that, too. You're like, yeah, I want to give my kid happiness and love and make sure they're healthy. Um, yeah. So. And I guess, too, something that 
I think is going to be different in our parenting journeys is I'm gay and I'm not cis. And so I think whenever something comes, you know, depending on what happens, I think, you know, you will always get the benefit of the doubt when you go out into society and be like, this is my child. Because I could be with my spouse and be like, this is my child. And then the person be like, what? No, two moms. That's not two, two, two parents that are not a woman and a man. That's not how that works. Um, which is obviously not ideal and not fun. Um, and I think my child will have to deal with that, unfortunately. Um, but it's, it's sometimes just, I feel like those hidden layers that people don't realize, like, you know, not being called your child's parent just because your child is two moms is gotta be heartbreaking. And like adding on to that, um, I feel like your child would be also very different from mine at the same time because your child would deal with that. Like, I mean, your child's going to be like, why is that person like that or something? And then you're going to have to explain all that to them. And then as for me, that's not something that would happen. Um, I wouldn't have to explain that whole situation to my child. And that's just, you know. Yeah. Do you think you'd ever consider, like, single parenting? Like, I mean, like, if you get, like, divorced and then, like, that's a little different or, like, your spouse dies. But, like, just if maybe you were just like, I want a kid now and I want to do it now, would, would you do it? I mean, it really depends on where I'm at in life. I want to be able to, like, financially support my kid and all that. Um, so, yeah, if I'm, like, financially able to support my kid, mentally able to do that, <clears throat> then I'm hitting the yes. yes I think that's that. a very hard, like, very, very hard choice at the same time because it's only you, and then if something happens, there's, like, no other person to, like, immediately, like, call. Like, yeah, you can call your parents, your friends, relatives, or whatever, but it's, you know, it's obviously not the same. Um, but... I mean, that's its own challenge, um, but if I am financially able to do that, um, I may just do that. I love that. So then, and you bring up parents, so how do you think, you know, as a parent, you will interact with, like, your parents? Like, how do you think your parents will be as grandparents, or, like, do you think you'll lean on them a lot and just be like, hi, I need you to watch my kid. Here you go. Bye. <laughs> like, do you think that would be a thing that you did? Or do you think it would be a more like, I parent my kid my own way and we're visiting, but I don't need as much support, I think, as I thought I did or something like that? Um. Well, they all say that once you have kids, you're closer with your parents. Like, you understand, like, their challenges and you're like... I guess mm, less like you were before you had kids with your parents. I mean, like, once you get older, you're kind of, like, distant with your parents. Like, you have your own life. You know, you kind of, like, move on and all that stuff. Um, but once you have kids, you kind of go back and you're like, oh, wow. 
thanks, mom and dad. Or, like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for all of this. I mean, I feel like I would do that. Um, like, right now, I, I cannot imagine <laughs> saying thanks, mom and dad, for all of this. Like, yeah, but um, you kind of understand everything and appreciate that a lot more when you have kids. I feel like that whole experience just shows you how much responsibility and what you actually need to do, like, as a parent. Um, but as for, like, support and stuff, no, I'm definitely, I will have kids once I'm financially stable and financially <laughs> able to support them. So, um, that support, that mm, that's for me. And then for, like, babysitting, watching my kids, all that kind of stuff, um, occasionally. I mean, I want to parent my own child. And I feel like as a grandparent, you would spoil your grandchild. Like, you're not going to be parenting them 24-7. Like, that's just not a thing. Um, I, I mean... a really interesting thing <laughs> that was, like, um, spoil your child and you will parent your grandchildren. Parent your child and you will get to spoil your grandchildren. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, basically, like, if you don't teach your kid responsibility, you're going to be raising your grandchildren. So how, how do you think, do you think your, your parents will be good grandparents? You know, what will they be like as grandparents? They would definitely spoil the grandkid, because I know I'm not spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not spoiled, I know that. Um, you know, they're quite strict with me and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think they'd be like pretty good grandparents. I mean, I mean, they'd be, you know, loving and like, spoiling um you know all that good stuff I'm definitely not gonna parent my grandkid though like a hundred percent no way <laughs> just no. no way what about you Bren um I think yeah I think my my parents would be really good grandparents um like they're both I feel like just really fun and so I feel like my grandkids would have a lot of fun um and also like my mom is like would definitely be that grandma like I made cookies because I wanted cookies and you're here so have some cookies like that would totally be my mom <laughs> as a grandmother and I love that so much for her and like my dad would be the one that just like pops into the room and is like it's time for a Star Wars marathon or something like that would be like we're gonna go on a road trip to a half an hour place it's half an hour away to go rock climbing or something. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like they'd be fun and they'd definitely take the, the like, spoil route. And I think, <laughs> well, they'd be responsible grandparents. At the same time, they'd be like, oh, we're going to have fun. Because why not? We're going to have fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I remember the other day I asked my mom, have you given any thought to what your grandchildren would call you because there's like grandma and grandmama and grandmother and nana and i know grandmother's so formal grandmother <laughs> grandmother i require your assistance grandmother <laughs> um, no thanks <laughs> yeah i know she's like i don't know i haven't given any thought um but i feel like i feel like my my mother would be a, mo a, a nana Wait, what do you think your parents would, like, be called by their grandchildren? Um, well, 
it honestly depends. Um, but like in Chinese culture, they have like, if you're on your mom's side, then you call them this. And if uh, your parents on your dad's side, you call them that. So it also depends on like a spouse and like stuff like that. It honestly depends. <laughs> so what are those, what are those names based on sides of the family? It also depends because my mom is Hakka Chinese. So they have their own <laughs> they have their own way of calling grandparents too. So like it depends. There's like a billion options. Um Oh man. That that's right. But we're not <laughs> Yeah, mm, but um <laughs> definitely not not like grandma grandma, just like Mm, no, I can't imagine my mom as grandma, grandma. Like, it just grandma. Like, no. Mm-mm. Um, God, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that actually. A very, very good, good question here. Um, I might just leave that up to the kids. I don't know. I'll give them a list of options. Y'all go with what you think is good. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what happened with my grandparents, because we couldn't say grandpa when we were little, so we would call our grandfather Gaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, I just thought about that, and in regards to Lady Gaga, and I've never done that before. My grandfather's Lady Gaga confirmed? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He out he out there in a in drag in a meat suit. <laughs> Bren, maybe you don't know things about your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's something interesting too. Like my dad, I can totally see him being grandpa and I feel like he'd probably be grandpa. But at the same time, sometimes he gives off really big pops energy. Oh, okay. I can see like my kid just walking in and being like, Hi pops and he'd be like, Hi and I can just see that <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh my gosh but honestly I don't know I can't I can't imagine Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um yeah I'm definitely gonna leave that up to my kids be like y'all come whatever it's gotta be respectful <laughs> yeah yeah that's a big thing if you're not respectful like your fate is no longer in my hands your fate is up to the grandparents sorry I mean, grandparents probably wouldn't care. I mean, honestly, my parents probably wouldn't care. As long as you don't call them by their name, they don't care. I feel they like don't you care. Yeah, like I feel like in English, if you call someone like grandpa and then their name, it makes sense. But like if you just called them by their name, they'd be like, what the? No, uh, I remember this one time I called my mom by her name because she wouldn't respond. It was at school, like, and there was, like, a lot of people, so I was like, hey, she probably can't hear me, so I, like, called her by her name. She looked at me, and then she just, like, gave me, like, a death glare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, once, I remember my dad was picking me up from school, and there was a lot of people, and he couldn't, he was, like, looking for me, and I was like, dad, 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 and he wasn't turning, and so I just, I just yelled out his name, and he immediately, his head just immediately snapped towards me, he was like, what? (laughs) Who? When? Where? <laughs> so he found me because I yelled his name. <laughs> I mean, that's the only time I'm going to use my mom's name. 
just yeah. like that. Especially when you're in a crowd with kids and you yell dad. Like, I know, that's not helpful. There's like, so many dads. They're all going to be like, mm, is that my kid? No. Where, mm, there's another dad. Mm, is that my kid? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Just got to be respectful. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is good. So then what? I guess this is kind of our final thing that I teased in the intro. <laughs> you know, how do you think being Chinese and, and, you know, coming from Chinese culture will either affect your parenting or, you know, you know, I guess um, influence your parenting or, you know, how do you think as a parent you will incorporate that culture into raising your children? Um, I would definitely want them to be able to speak Chinese. Um, that's a hundred percent. Um, I know that like as a kid, I hated going to Chinese school. Like I hated it. Hated getting up at 8am on a Saturday to go (laughs) to school. Um, it was terrible. You know, I hated it. I like made up being sick to skip like the test um, i mean i i was very creative back then <laughs> um but i mean now i'm like i'm i'm thankful you know i'm glad i know how to read write speak like i i'm really glad um and i think part of the reason why i dreaded it so much was because my parents made it like sound terrible they were like you have to do it like if you don't pass like this is gonna happen like all that stuff and they made it sound terrible and then you know obviously getting up in the morning on a saturday and going to school another day is not fun definitely not something that i enjoyed doing um so i think that would be like the number one thing um sometimes we forget how important language is especially um, when you just grow up, you kind of just move away and the, the culture and everything kind of fades. Um, and then, like, sometimes you'll see someone speaking Chinese or you'll just be talking to, like, someone, like, your grandparents or, like, um, an older family member and you're like, oh, wow, I need to speak Chinese or I need to speak my language so they understand what I'm saying. Um, and also, like, eavesdropping is, I mean, that's always fun. <laughs> that's always fun. Nice. Nice. Uh, I love that that's your, that's your, like, I want my kids to know this language so they can eavesdrop. <laughs> Not eavesdrop on me, though. Um, but... <laughs> No, I was always glad because sometimes my aunt and my dad would be talking about something and then I'm like, oh yeah, I know what they're saying now. <laughs> they like switch, they would like switch and I'm like, I know what you're saying, you know, like all that stuff. I'm too good. You can't hide from me. Yeah. And I think that when you go, when you like get older and stuff, you appreciate your culture a lot more. Like you're more open to it. Instead of, like, being so ashamed all the time, like, oh, my God, I'm Chinese, like, all that stuff. Um, And you're actually, like, proud. You're like, it's okay, you know? I can speak Chinese. You know, I'm Chinese. It's it's fine. And it's super cool that you can speak two languages. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I feel like for my kids, I'd be like, okay, guys, we are going to learn this language, and I'm going to speak that with you at home. <laughs> yeah, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess just being, like, different in, like, approach um, compared to my parents, because obviously my parents are a lot more... Hmm, Traditional? Pushy and traditional, yes. Pushy and traditional. Especially my dad. Um, so I'm trying, I'm going to like try my best to not incorporate any of that into my parenting at all. Um, and just in like incorporating good parts and parts that I like about our culture into what I will be doing and everything. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like that's something that a lot of white families miss out in America. Because our identity is, we're American. <laughs> and, like, American culture is literally just a bunch of other pieces from other cultures that we mishmash together. We Americanized it, which I know a lot of people from other cultures are like, yo, I hate that. And I'm like, mm, that's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like that's something that's really cool is like you have this this unique culture that you can be like, you can pass on to your kids. You can be like, yeah, this is where we're from. This is what we do. Here's our traditions. Here's a language and uh, have a good day. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I, the only thing that I like, I guess because language made me think of this. The only thing I want to do, and it, this probably won't happen when I'm, like, when I, like, have children because they might not want to do it and they also might not speak it. However, if I learn Spanish, maybe that'll happen. Um, like, I want to be able to speak a language or multiple languages well enough that, like, when I'm at home with my spouse, we can institute a no English rule. So you can speak in any other language but English. <laughs> you literally sound like my mom and dad right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because then it keeps you, because sometimes, like, you learn a language, but then you don't have, like, a lot of people to, to speak it with. And so you could keep up on your language, your language knowledge. Um, <laughs> that, that is very true. I mean, you get a my mom and dad were, they were like, we're not going to respond to you if you talk to us in English. So, yeah. Yeah, my mom, like, straight up ignored me when I asked her a question. It was, it was great. Clearly it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And I feel, like, I feel like that's, like, one of the reasons I want to learn Spanish, among others. It's, like, it's a really useful language to learn, especially with the, the large Hispanic population in the U.S. And also just where we live, we have a pretty significant Hispanic population. So I feel like, you know, being able to, like open up adoption options, uh, you know, because you speak Spanish and not and the kid necessarily doesn't speak great English, that opens it up. But at the same time, you know, that would definitely be a thing where I'm like, okay, we are seeking out lots of resources to make sure you can still live in your culture because, you know, your white mom won't, won't be able to give that to you. <laughs> Yeah. 
I think that culture, though, gets kind of, I mean, a lot of it gets kind of thrown away in generation after generation. Like, I see things that my parents don't do that my grandparents would do. And obviously, I'm not going to do everything my parents are doing. <laughs> like, hey, I love you guys, but not going to do that and not going to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like just culture itself just kind of fades away and disappears after the generations. So, And I guess with parenting as well, you know, you can have all these expectations about how you're going to parent, but if that's not what your child needs, it doesn't matter what you thought was right. Because if it's not what works and it's not what gives your child what they need, you got to adjust and you got to change. That's the toughest part about being a parent, I think. You just have to adapt and, like, you can't, you just got to go with the flow sometimes. You can't be like, I'm going to do this and that, and, like, you can't force that. No, because everybody's different, and just because something worked for you when you were a kid doesn't mean that's going to work for your kid. Also, I just had an interesting thought. Bren, because we both have siblings, how do you think your sibling would be as, like, an aunt, uncle, like, how do you think that's going to work out? Oh, my, my brother would be the cool, would be the cool uncle, like... He'd show up, and my kids would be like, yeah, uncle's here. And he'd take them to go see movies and do Star Wars. And I've mentioned Star Wars twice in this episode. Can you tell that our family (laughs) likes Star Wars? Um, And, like, I feel like he just would get along super well with them and hang out with them and just, like, be their buddy, be their pal. What about you? First of all, that's really sweet. And your kids are going to be like Star Wars fans. Like, Oh, yes. It's a 100%. rite of passage. It is not a choice in this family. <laughs> it, is, it is a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see them with like a Star Wars shirt and like merch and everything. <laughs> and you're going to be like, Bren, there too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to start them early. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, um, I think, so I have two sisters and a brother, and I think my sister, who's older than my other sister, (laughs) she's going to be like that crazy, crazy lady, crazy aunt. Crazy in a good way or crazy in a bad way? Both, both. (laughs) Like, she won't know what's right and what's wrong. Like, she'll be like, hey guys, have like a tub of ice cream. Like, she's that kind of aunt, you know? Like, or, oh my gosh, watch any movie you want on Disney+. Plus. I don't care. I will pay for it. Do whatever you want in my house. Just don't break anything. Like, she's that type of person. Like, oh, you want to climb that? Yeah, it's 30 feet, honey. But that's fine. Like, she'll be that type of person. There's no safety precautions. Oh, you want to throw knives? Yes, let's do that. Like, she's that type of person. So, I feel like my kids would, like, love her. They'll be like, can we go to her house and, like, do this? And I'm going to be like, "Mm." No. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. We're not 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 going to the the hospital today. We don't have that good of of health insurance. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, you guys are going to get injured in her house. Um, and then for the other sister, I feel like she'd be, she's completely different. Um, quite the opposite. So I'd probably bring my kids over to her house and be like, hey, can you wash them for like two hours? <laughs> I love also in this scenario, we're assuming that our siblings don't have children of their own. I know. <laughs> I mean, my sister, like, claims that, like, the crazy one, she claims that she'll never have kids. She's like, I'm going to be, like, single. I love those people because they're the ones that always have kids. <laughs> Wait till she hears this. <laughs> um, um, Bren has seen the prophecy. I'm like, okay, yeah, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, the other sister, I'm 100% going to bring my kids to her house. Um, be like, hey, can you watch them? Thanks. And then, like, leave. Um, Bye. Just because I trust her. I trust her with my kids, you know? Like, I feel like I, I would trust her. And then with my brother, I feel like he's, like, he's, like, the quiet uncle, you know? He's, like, chill, you know? He's not going to, like, be super loud and crazy. Um... He's gonna be like, hey guys, you wanna like eat something? Yeah, okay, let's go out. Like, he's like super low key and super like whatever, go with the flow. I mean, maybe that's because he has three older sisters, but. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, chill, uncle, you know. And the kids are gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna go to his house for like peace and quiet, you know? <laughs> be like, mommy loves you. Stay here. Bye. <laughs> Drop him off at your sister's house and then go hang out with your brother. <laughs> I might just do that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of peace and quiet, though, like, what do you think about, like, just time for yourself? Oh, I'm going to be bad at that. I mean, I'm bad <laughs> at that now, and I don't have children. I like oh that I answered that with no hesitation. I'm like, just gonna be like, no, I don't have an identity when I'm a parent. That is my identity. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we'd be really dedicated parents, though. Like, yeah. we're gonna be like, oh no, mm -mm, I'm not doing that today because I have to watch my kids or I gotta pick them up from like school or like practice or something. So, yeah. I, I, I always say that I, I am going to do my absolute best not to be a helicopter parent. But I might be a little bit of a helicopter parent. I might be like, are you okay? Did you eat something today? What did you have for lunch? Are you hungry? <laughs> I need the parents' information before you go hang out with this new person. You have your license? Okay, be home by 10 or 11. <laughs> I mean, I would probably do something like that, too, because, you know, gotta be safe. <laughs> yeah, man. And, you know, it's, I think it's, it's prophesized that when you have at least one theater parent, you then have at least one theater child. And uh, both my parents were into theater in high school, and now I'm super into theater. And I'm like, oh, I don't know which child is going to be super into theater. But I'm. But that child is gonna never hear me shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> that that is actually pretty interesting. Like passions, interests, like sports, all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be so fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I, I'm out of thoughts. Are you out of thoughts? 
yeah i think that's pretty much it for now (laughs) yeah i'm really interested to see us go back to this episode in the future and then be like oh you knew nothing (laughs) (laughs) or that totally didn't happen you know you have no idea what will happen (laughs) and now it is time for our fun fact of the day michelle please take us away Alright, so, fun fact, koalas are actually high because they eat a diet of eucalyptus leaves, which is pretty impressive since eucalyptus is pretty much poisonous to most animals. Yeah, they eat like several, they eat a lot of kilograms of that a day, and I think it's like 50 to 70, and basically, because of the chemicals in, in the leaves and how their body processes it, they're technically kind of high. <laughs> I mean, they're happy. It's okay. Yeah. They're happy little beans. They're just sitting on trees, munching away, trying not to get chlamydia. That's a thing. Koala chlamydia is like a serious disease within koalas. But humans can't get koala chlamydia. It's a different strain. Don't worry. And for the thoughts we got of today, we want to alert you, highlight the demonstrations and protests that took place across the country demanding fair and safe abortion laws. Now, abortion has been a big topic in the news because of Texas and their abortion ban. Abortion is a human right. It doesn't matter what circumstances are going on with that person if they want an abortion they should be able to get one and this does not just include women it also includes trans people and non-binary people so please do some reflecting think about it a little more email a representative because abortion is a human right and the fact that it is being targeted is a violation and it is horrible be safe be kind get vaccinated just do it. And keep those masks on. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Surround yourself with your family and friends. People you love. Yeah. And, and remember, remember, the, the tiny, tiny space potato, potato believes, believes in you. Find us on Instagram at gen.dir.z. Please reach out if you have any inquiries. Today's episode was brought to you by Bren Bartal and Michelle Leong. Thank you for listening to Gender Z, and we hope you tune in next time.